Welcome to Middle School Mayhem. If you're a middle school parent looking for practical tips and advice on raising your preteen or teen, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Bill Renner, and I'm here to guide you through the ups and downs of parenting during these challenging and awkward years. In today's digital age, social media and technology have become an integral part of our daily lives, including those of middle school students. While these technologies can provide a host of benefits, such as facilitating communication and fostering connections, they can also come with a set of challenges that parents, students, and principals must navigate. As a parent, it can be challenging to strike the right balance between allowing your child to explore the online world and ensuring that they are using technology safely and responsibly. Well, in this context, it's important for parents to be equipped with practical, engaging, and simple tips to help them navigate social media and technology with their very own middle schooler. Today, we'll explore these mysteries together that can help you guide your child through these critical years while promoting healthy and responsible technology use. So let's go. The first one is establishing clear rules and expectations for your child's technology use, such as what apps and websites they're allowed to use and when they're allowed to use them. I've seen parents set up social media contract with their child and review each step, including what is acceptable and ranging from topics, sites, and time usage. Speaking of time, what about setting up a specific time amount for your child that they can spend on screens in one day, such as two hours, and then stick with it? They'll try to break you down, so stay strong. And also know this, you can restrict their access to certain apps by setting time limits yourself. Using technology in public spaces is also a great idea because it has some accountability. If you set them up in the living room or the kitchen rather than their bedroom, this promotes accountability and discourages secretive behavior. So if you choose your child to use technology in their rooms, arrange the monitor so it's viewable by all that walk by. Speaking of viewing, you'll want to monitor your child's online activity, such as their social media accounts and text messages to ensure that they're using technology safely and responsibly. Rest assured, you're not being nosy. This is called being a parent. Have you ever thought setting up a rule that says no devices are allowed at the dinner table or during meals to help promote family time and face-to-face communication? Our time is so precious and no, all of life's problems won't be solved at the table. However, you're sending another message that this time matters. What's going on in your life matters and so we're gonna protect this time fully. Now, full disclosure here, I don't have dinner at home with my family every single evening. We've had plenty of dinners in the car, rushing from one event to the next. So when you can, make it a priority. Speaking of priorities, the next one is no devices before bedtime. Avoid allowing your child to use their device before bedtime as this can interfere with sleep and lead to other health problems. Then have your child store their phone in a different place overnight. I know, I know, they use it as an alarm clock. Oh, do they? Well, tell me this, why do you still need to wake them up a few times in the morning so they're not late? Hmm, maybe it's because they were on their alarm clock. I mean their phone a bit too late the night before. Just saying. 
The next one is keep passwords private. Encourage your child to keep their passwords private and not to share them with anyone, including their friends. No matter if they promise not to share it with anyone. Yes, I've heard that before. It goes something like this. How did they get access to your phone? Well, we're best friends and... And now you're in my office upset because they changed your background photo? Well, saying that is quite all right to know your child's password. It's also all right to do a spot check, unannounced peruse through their phone. Once again, as a parent, this is acceptable, never as a school administrator. That's your business, not mine. Be careful of cyberbullying, and you'll want to establish a zero tolerance policy for cyberbullying and make it clear that this type of behavior will not be tolerated. If it enters my world as a principal, and you receive a phone call from me, this is gonna get awkward real quick. When I have to share with you that your child is with me in my office as we discuss cyberbullying and how it's crept into the walls of the school. So set your child up for success and keep this in mind. If your student receives the recording and passes it on to a friend or social media, it makes them just as guilty. Speaking of posting and sharing, you'll wanna think before sharing. So teach your child to think before sharing anything online and consider the potential consequences of their actions before posting or sending anything. Here's the thing, they can't do this. Their brain isn't fully developed yet. They think they can, maybe a few steps ahead. However, that's about it. You ever wonder why teenagers make such dumb decisions? Ever wonder why those same decisions are compound when a few teenagers are together? This is why, well, partially anyway. And by the way, that's not a reason not to discuss. These discussions always end up with, it was a dumb decision, I wasn't thinking. Speaking of not thinking, teach your child about their digital footprint and teach them about the concept that the footprint of online activity can affect their reputation and future opportunities. Here's a secret. When I sort through candidates for a job opportunity, I do a deep foot dive on them in the internet if I can find something that might be questionable or potentially embarrassing to the parents or the district, I move on. If I can find it, so can you. So you might be thinking, Bill, you're just a nervous Nelly when it comes to social media. My child would never do that. I surely hope not. But I also want you to know that colleges will be doing the same exact thing. Did you know that people have lost their scholarships because of things that they've posted online? Do you know that people have lost opportunities because of what they've posted online? All I'm saying is have a conversation and how that it can affect them for the rest of their life. As I'm being open with you and sharing things that I've learned, I hope that you have an open dialogue with your child to talk about the technology use and share any concerns of issues that might arise. Encourage them to come to you with questions or if they need help with anything related to social media and technology. And when they ask, don't be afraid to say, I'll get back with you. And then hustle on over to Google, look up their question. It's okay not to know as a parent. It's not okay to ignore your child's wonders and questions. If you need help, you can also reach out to us. As always, the conversations are confidential and we don't think anything less of you as a parent. Remember, it takes a village, and that's what this podcast is created for. As we wind down, here's a funny story to wrap it all up. One day, a middle schooler named Jake decided to play a prank on his best friend, Alex. 
Jake created a fake Instagram account with a silly username and a, sent Alex a message saying, hey, it's me, your secret admirer. I think you're cute. Well, Alex was flattered and excited and he immediately responded with a message expressing his interest. However, Jake quickly revealed that it was all a joke and they all started laughing hysterically. Alex, of course, was embarrassed and angry and didn't talk to Jake for the rest of the day. Well, that night, Jake received a message from his mom asking why he was spending so much time on Instagram. And at that moment, he realized he accidentally logged into his mom's account instead of his fake one and sent that message to Alex. Jake was mortified and apologized to Alex, who forgave him after a good laugh. And from then on, Jake double-checked which account he was using before playing any more pranks. So the moral of the story? Always be careful when using technology and remember that what goes online stays online. As a parent, it's important to remember that technology can be both a blessing and a curse and it's up to us to guide our children and students through the challenges and pitfalls of the digital world. By following these tips and establishing clear rules and expectations, we can help our children use technology in a safe, responsible, and enjoyable way. Thank you for taking the time to be a part of Middle School Mayhem. I'm your host, Bill Renner, reminding you to never underestimate the power of love, laughter, and the unwavering belief that you are making a difference. So, until we meet again, keep embracing the challenges with open hearts, finding strength in the journey, and cherishing awkward yet beautiful moments that come with raising extraordinary individuals.